from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. Peter Randall lived west of Newton in a modern house. It was small but beautifully furnished. Brewer chairs, a Jacobson couch, a Ruckman coffee table. The style was sleekly modern. He met me at the door with a drink in his hand. And with a drink in mine, I welcome you to, uh, for Christ's sake, uh, series four, focusing on the book A Case of Need, Michael Crichton's fourth novel, albeit not published under his own name. Um, and uh, I am joined by my cohort, Hunter, and co-host. Why, hi there. I think I said my name, but I may not have, in which case I'll say it again. It's Hugh. And uh, yes, I do indeed have a cup of coffee, which I chose specifically to accompany me for this uh, book. And I also have a, a bowl of segmented apple pieces. What you got with you, buddy? Why don't you tell us? Um, you've got salt and vinegar chips and um, a gimlet. Right on, sport. Now, what the fuck is a case of need? Well, it's a novel. Well, that's good enough for me. Let's move on. Uh, there's a doctor investigating a murder. Whatever. Uh, so what happens in this chapter? Okay, so... Leading up to this chapter, the, um, the signs have pointed to the culprit being Mr. Peter Randall, who Barry has discovered is also an abortionist, like Arthur Lee, his friend, who's been perhaps wrongfully accused of murdering Karen Randall. Well, that's quite interesting. So we must have been enjoying this book, right? Oh, for sure. Both so, my diggity dog. Um, and uh, yeah, so now um, they've tried to, uh, that is Barry and his lawyer, or Arthur Lee's lawyer rather, have uh, tried to scare the Randalls out of a court case, but it didn't work. JD Randall is holding firm. But Peter Randall, perhaps the real culprit, who they spied um, disposing of his blood-drenched uh, car off the edge of a cliff, um, has uh, invited Barry over for a drink to, to discuss some shit. Let's see, what did we learn? I know what we learned. Peter Randall has administered three abortions. To Karen, administered to or on, and he's also 
shacking up with Evelyn. Yes, Mrs. Randall. It was J.D. Randall's wife. Evelyn was aborted by Arthur Oi. Evelyn was aborted? Wow. As a fetus? Yeah, she survived somehow. So, yeah, so Peter Randall's basically like the family abortionist. <laughs> Wish I could be that. I guess I could go to medical school. Operating um, under the nose of J.D. Randall. Hmm. You know, find something funny. I've actually been to the place that's described in this book. Not this house, obviously, but to, to Newton, Massachusetts. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did this ring true as an evocation of that particular area? Um, it did seem like a wealthy suburb, so sure. There you go. Anyway, we learned that we learned that Mrs. Randall was trying to protect Peter Randall when she told J.D. Randall that um, Karen named Arthur Lee as the abortionist because that was the only other abortionist she was aware of and um, she didn't want to implicate Peter Randall who she assumed had actually done the abortion maybe. But also Peter Randall sent uh, Karen to Art after he refused to, to do a fourth abortion <laughs> for kind of a weird reason I have to say. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, this, this bitch should have a child. <laughs> That's okay. It's a little odd. It is. Um, so it turns out that uh, Mrs. Randall was having an affair both with Peter Randall and with Arthur Lee. So she's got a thing for abortionists. Well, is the, did she have an affair with him? I can't even... Uh, I feel like that was like... That was, was definitely the suggestion in an earlier chapter. That was the suggestion, but do we just like misunderstand it? I'm guess I, I don't know anymore. Like this, this seems to change everything. But that was the clear implication at the time that of was, the meeting. That was the implication okay. too. Obviously, I got that, but I still don't know if it's real or not. It might be a case of um, just be poor writing, plotting as he goes, and then deciding something else in a later chapter and not going back to revise because uh, probably wasn't in his interest to to um, polish this any further. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Uh, in the future, or we won't. <laughs> so, trivia. Yep. In which month did uh, the Karen Randall's final abortion performed by Peter occur? June. Nice. You got it. In which month <laughs> did Peter claim he performed his third abortion for Karen? Just say uh, June. You got it, bro. How old was Karen when she had her for first abortion? Uh, she was 15. 
Correct. Barry uses three adjectives to describe Mrs. Randall when she enters the room, <laughs> one of which is sexy. Can you name either of the other two? I remember this being weird. Was it hard? Is that right? One was hard, yes. I actually like softened the question as I read it out because the original phrasing was, can you name the other two? I got one, um, so but yeah. that works. He describes her as um, taught and hard and sexy, basically something like that, which is really Hard is a strange choice. Yeah. Taught and sexy, okay, fair enough. But hard. Taught and hard? Maybe she has a penis. Maybe she does. Which would be totally fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Are you trying to get an endorsement from the uh, British uh, Conservative Party? <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, your turn. In which month did Arthur Lee abort Evelyn Randall's pregnancy? Is that uh, named in this book as well, is it? I don't remember that bit. It is named. I'm assuming it's not the same month, so I've got a 1 in 11 not, chance. It is not the, it's not the same month. I'm going to say November. You're pretty close. Uh, December. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right, here's an easy one for you. What is Mrs. Randall's first name? Evelyn. Uh, no. Wait, Mrs. Randall's what? Middle name. <laughs> First name. I answered the question correctly. <laughs> Alright, you got me. <laughs> I'll take my user error point. I don't care. <laughs> mm. Alright, well, well, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh.